Hello, everybody. I am so happy to have here today uh, a person that for me has been so inspiring. And she's a friend and she's also a professional that I truly admire and respect. Uh, we welcome today Mitzi Gibson, who is um, not only a photographer, but it's a person that is challenging the way in which women approach, uh, women and men, because I have seen different women, men, and people of all genders approaching their bodies with a different uh, perspective, with a different kind of love as they find themselves seen through the eyes of her lenses. So welcome, Mitzi. It's so beautiful to have you here. Thank you for having me. What a nice introduction. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, Mitzi does phototherapy, which is she teaches women how to, and again, uh, I, I focus on women because that is my, my area, but I have seen that she does this with everybody. Uh, she teaches people how to see themselves with love in her uh, Bold Bodies Collective group and in her, in her photo sessions that are live and that are via a webcam. And this is, this is so interesting for me because I personally was the kind of person that always wanted to have my picture taken, but I always thought I was not physically fit or ready or not beautiful enough that I could do that when I was thinner, when I was fitter, when, you know, like there is always this, when I get to look this way, then I want to have a picture taken. And the reality is that that moment never comes. <laughs> we are never good enough to actually want to have a picture taken. And then we look back and we go like, oh my God, that was gorgeous. Why didn't I take a picture before? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we uh, were conditioned to think that worthiness has conditions, right? Like that there, there's certain parameters or... Um, if, when, then, around being acceptable, being worthy, being seen, being beautiful, being whatever it is. And it's just, it's hard to break away from that and to understand that it's just not true. Mm -hmm. That wherever you are with your body, you're still worthy of having that be seen, of being seen and, and being accepted. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, for me, there was something so fascinating that happened as I was growing up. Uh, that is that I started to look at myself through the eyes of other people. Uh, and their eyes weren't kind. Like their descriptions of my body were always lacking or cruel or comparative to others because they, they were around this condition of what beauty is and what it's not. And I started taking selfies at some point and realizing that I was actually different from the person that people were describing that I looked different, that I was prettier, that I was lovable, that, that I was actually sexy. And, and that was just, uh, th that was my first step. And I decided that I could do that just through selfies. 
and I hated when other people took a picture because, of course, you know, the mom or the relative or the, they, they were never kind with their with their pictures either. So I felt the judgment right away. But what you do is you actually, the moment I sat with you to take a photo shoot, for the very first time, I saw somebody looking at me. Oh, my God. I'm going to... <laughs> oh. Okay. For the first time I saw somebody looking at me with the eyes that were not judgmental, not cruel, but were loving and were kind. And I was perfect in that moment without needing to lose the extra pounds, without needing to get makeup, without needing anything. Just like that. I was just perfect. And I found that to be such a powerful medicine. Yeah, I think we have so few spaces where um, where we feel like safe enough for that to happen or that we often feel like we need permission. You know, we need permission to do this kind of thing or we need permission and the feedback um, from other people when you know, a, a lot of what I want is someone to experience is giving their, themselves that permission and creating that, that space for yourself. And if step one is, you know, seeing me or any photographer um, doing selfies, whatever it is, if, if, that's, if, if that is a conduit for that, then like, I am so grateful that that happens and to be part of that journey. And a lot like, we are so bombarded with information, with judgments, with words from other people. We take that in. And when, when we're full up with that, there's not a lot of space for our own thoughts. And what, like, what do I actually see for myself separate from judgment? And how do I feel about my own body? How do I feel in my own body or about anything about yourself you know it's not limited to the body that's just happens to be my focus but um you know it's 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 all subjective when it comes down to it right and and I think getting to that place of acceptance and and what you're talking about there being accepted and welcomed and and all of that is um more about being objective and I think you know the, we were talking about taking selfies and and you know when we use photographs to see ourselves I think the, the just the act of looking and seeing our own bodies is so transformative and so powerful because how much time do we spend avoiding looking at ourselves yeah you know and you can't there can't be acceptance or, you know, we don't, we don't accept or we don't understand what it is that we're not exposed to. Mm. And if you're not looking, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're not looking at your own body, your own face, your, your own features, whatever, it doesn't become normalized. Yeah. You know, we, it doesn't become accepted. And I think a big part of, you know, why it's so hard to do that is we don't see other people who look like us 
Yes. You know, um, seeing fat bodies, um, bodies of color, queer bodies, um, you know, differently abled bodies, just having that be visible in day-to-day in social media, in anything that you're exposed to, you know, if, if you don't see that and you don't identify or, um, you know, recognize and see yourself in any photo that you see, movies, TV, you know, Facebook, Instagram, advertising, whatever, if you never see that, then it never feels okay. Right. It never feels normal. And it is completely normal. You know, bodies are so different and so diverse and that's fantastic, but we're conditioned to think that they're not, that there's such this narrow idea of what's worthy and, and what's acceptable and what's beautiful. And, and it's so small. Yeah. Yeah. Messes up with our psyche. It's, uh, I think that we receive this double standard in which on one hand, we are encouraged to not look at ourselves, to avoid vanity and remember that vanity is a sin. And, you know, like these ideas that really punish women who try to look beautiful in whatever, uh, according, no matter what it means to them to look beautiful, but they are punished, they are judged as vain, they are judged as shallow, as uh, whatever, whatever idea uh, people want to put on, on them. And then on the other hand, we have the, the obsession of our culture with just a certain kind of beauty and just a certain kind of body and just a certain um, age and a certain color and a certain shape and a certain... It, it, it's just like a mold that we're invited to never cross. And that mm-hmm. really messes up with the way in which we feel to be fit in the world like we it's not just in our head it's the the messages that we receive the things that we don't do the people that we never that we never said yes to or that we never tried to talk to because we were afraid of of being rejected it's the adventures we didn't live because we thought that they were not for people like us yeah and i think i think that's so key and our bodies change you know that our bodies are meant to change they're not meant to stay the same we age you know we um hair goes gray and like we get wrinkles or stretch marks we gain weight we lose weight our body shapes changed we i mean so many things that we feel bad about which are just natural you know or we're embarrassed about it we're afraid of it you know afraid of getting older afraid of getting fat afraid of all you know all of these things which make you no less worthy like again (laughs) coming back to that exactly um my daughter has vitiligo she has this beautiful uh, white spots on her beautiful cinnamon skin. And gladly, I was able to talk about her um, ever since, since she was very little. 
uh, well, she, she started having them like two or three years ago uh, by showing her a picture of a model that had vitiligo. And I showed her mm-hmm. the picture of this gorgeous woman and I showed her a doll with vitiligo. And she's so proud of her skin. Yeah. When people tell her that she should put this or that on her skin to stop the spots, she goes like, why would I? They are so beautiful. So yeah. I think that that's the power of representation. Just seeing that there are other women, other people out there, other bodies that have that thing that we were ashamed of or could be ashamed of. And that, that is part of what makes them beautiful can be so transformative yeah and just think how I mean it it might be completely different if she'd never seen those photos you know if she never saw somebody else you know if you never see somebody who looks like you who has you know skin patterns or acne or rolls or whatever it is it's just it's so important and I think um you know I I always ask my clients if they if they're comfortable signing a model release like can I show your photos and a lot of people are really nervous about that you know one it's it's a um it's a very vulnerable thing to have photos taken no matter what kind Um, but especially nude photos, you know, boudoir lingerie kind of stuff. It's, that's a very vulnerable kind of image. And to share that is another level of vulnerability. But I I feel like the, the stronger draw and why I want to encourage people to take selfies and to post them and to do photo shoots, you know, and allow the photographers to, to post their images is so that someone else can see themselves in your body, you know? And if, again, in the back to you, you don't see someone who has your body shape, your body type, coloring, age, weight, whatever it is, um, then putting yourself out there, showing your body, let someone else see that, oh, I could do that too. Oh, I find you very beautiful and very unique and and interesting to look at and, um, and attractive. Oh, I look like you. Maybe, maybe I am too. Yeah. You know, that connection is so important. Exactly. Exactly. And I have seen that when I see the pictures that you, that you share in your group uh, or in the pages where you share your work, and I see these amazing looking, beautiful models of different sizes and shapes and ages. And it's just stunning how diverse beauty is. And, and then you can say, oh my God, I look like this. Or yeah, she looks beautiful. She doesn't need to be tiny and, and super young and, and to, to look beautiful. Look at how many shapes and colors uh, beauty has and then the importance of beauty I think that that is also very important we we learn from a very young age that uh, beauty uh, it's kind of a vain purpose that you are shallow if you want to if you mm-hmm. aim to be beautiful but it's an important process of self-acceptance self-accept- 
acceptance and reverence of the body that you are inhabiting. It's not just about other people looking at you and saying, wow, it's about the way in which you look at you and how you love that person that is standing in front of a mirror. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's a hard thing to do when you have all these external messages and information coming in and especially messages that are very um, opposite and very conflicting. So, um, you know, things like be beautiful, but, but don't, but don't be high maintenance. Mm -hmm. Don't spend so much time on your looks, but don't, don't look frumpy. Don't look, it's, uh, it's such a contradiction, you know, be sexy, be sexual, but don't be a whore. You know, it's, oh, they're, they're completely opposite and, and contradictory messages. Um, and, and there's nothing wrong with either end of those things. Exactly. You know, spend, if you want to wear makeup, if you want to, you know, be interested in fashion and, and all of that stuff, there's nothing wrong with that, mm -hmm. but there's also nothing wrong with never wearing makeup yeah. and, and all of that. So it, it's so, it's so hard to figure out and to accept ourselves with all this noise Yeah. And I, I want to encourage people to do like a social media curating and a detox with social media, because what we see all the time is what we take in. So if we're taking in that negative, if we're taking in that body shame, then we need to curate those feeds to get away from that and have more body neutral more empowerment images, more diverse images. So I, I would really encourage people to look at your social media feeds, your Instagrams, your Facebook, your TikToks, everything, um, Twitter, and see what is coming through on your feed. Yeah. Does it, it, do you feel connected to it? Do you feel you can relate to it? Does it make you feel bad? Does it make you feel like this other person, this other body that I'm seeing is better or has it better um, because of how they look or what they're doing or any of these things? And, and that comparison, right? If, if what we're filling our time with, if what we're filling our social media, our consumption with is breeding this this culture of comparison and of body shame that we need to detox that and we need to rearrange that and fill it with something that makes you happy, makes you feel confident, makes you feel connected, makes you feel seen. All that. Totally, totally. I love that idea. And I think it's so important because uh, we have so many options in our social media, but there again, how many people are choosing to be with looking at the same models, models, the same uh, super hyper curated pictures of super hyper curated models, because maybe they are not that perfect either, but they are not going to show or display their, their cellulite or their little roles, because the pictures are perfectly curated uh, to sell an idea that is not real for them either. So how if we dare to go beyond that uh, 
that programming and started looking at women that are actually taking a step further and showing up in the way that they are in their beautiful diversity that they are yeah and I think a lot of that is on on us as photographers on companies who are putting out these images you know and I think in a big part it's it's up to us as that company that creative that photographer to put diverse images to put body diverse images out there and I think on the other that's sort of one part of it and on the other part of it I think it's up to us to curate and demand that of them you know and calling out companies I get it's funny I get a lot of dms and emails from companies saying they want to partner with me or we would love to um you know, can, can we send you stuff from our brand and it's lingerie companies or swimwear or whatever it is. And I always go and look at their social media, look at what they're putting out there. Mm-hmm. And if, if what they're showing is not diverse, I tell them that, that that's the reason that, that I'm not interested in connecting with their company. Um, I yeah love that. I love yeah. that that is so important and I think that we as consumers should be doing the same like we should really start consuming uh, brands and account, um, Instagram accounts that are diverse that show the beauty of diversity as a way to support the people that are daring to stand up and to show diversity I think it's so important yeah and I think there's there's a lot of ways that we can support and encourage that that don't involve money um because money is is a barrier for a lot of us Mm -hmm. so even just um interacting with the content liking it making comments sharing things like that will um you know will will help more people see that same kind of content so I think it's not just supporting, you know, putting our money where our mouth is and supporting with, with dollars, with, with, with money, but um, with the interaction and the, you know, yeah, uh, the algorithm support. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. I, I totally agree with that. I just want to make it clear that it's not that, that, that making that statement isn't just about buying stuff, but it's about yeah. interacting with it too. Yes. Totally. I think that is so important. And then we have the fact that uh, there is a lot of phobia around the body. Uh, Of course, fat phobia is a huge thing, but we also have the phobia of aging and the phobia of of just uh, looking less than others, looking less than perfect, looking less than presentable. Uh, But specifically, the fat phobia, it's something that strikes me uh, particularly because that is something that people consider to be a crusade. Like they need to go and say, uh, you are encouraging uh, unhealthy habits by portraying women that are, uh, that are thick. And, and in reality, I think it's just the other way around. Self-hatred has never been healthy at all. Yeah, and I think the, this, this idea that that weight equals health Mm -hmm. is 
one, it's wrong. It's incorrect. Um, but two, it's also really outdated and uh, again, very narrow, like this, this thing that we use the, the BMI, the body mass index, like how much fat do you have in your body is not, um, is not accurate. It, it never was. I mean, it was created for, um, the average quote unquote, and doesn't allow for genetic diversity. It doesn't allow for age. Um, and, and yeah, it's just, it's so mind blowing to me that weight fat does not equal health or it doesn't mean you're unhealthy. Yeah. Being thin doesn't mean you're healthy. Yeah. Right. So, um, this idea of promoting unhealthy lifestyle, promoting obesity is is in and of itself that phobic. Totally, totally, yeah. totally. I agree. And then it takes us to this place in which we are being healthy in quotations because we might focus obsessively on weight, but in reality, our mental health totally is messed up because... Uh, what happens is that this obsession of culture to teach us how to look well enough has messed up with the head of so many women. And I, for, for me, that is one of the things that are, that are the most important about the work that you're doing and even the work that I'm doing uh, by, by bringing these messages uh, and sexuality empowerment to, to the world and female empowerment to the world is speaking up about how perfect you are the way you are right now and how you don't need to change anything in your body, uh, in your skin, in your weight to be worthy of love and appreciation. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I remember when I was, uh, when I was younger, I grew up with the models of the 90s that were hyper skinny and had zero, uh, zero butt especially that you know the the models of Calvin Klein that were particularly yeah. thin and and then I I grew up thinking that my ass was disproportionately huge like oh my gosh I must be deformed because my mom would always say you have such huge hips and she would go like this and in re- and it took Jennifer Lopez, the Kardashians, <laughs> and, uh, the, the visibility of these women that, that are the two things that I am, that is Latina and uh, uh, a little bit of Lebanese, well, in, she's uh, from Armenia, to portray women that have bigger butts. And now everybody's crazy about the big butts. They even get right. surgeries to try to get it. And I'm like, oh my God. And I, and I was uh, so ashamed about mine for so many years. And now look, right? And for me, it's just about how, again, representation matters, but also about how trends change and they come and go. Yeah. But our bodies need to be seen and accepted the way they are right now uh, for that we need more ba- variable representation yeah absolutely absolutely and it'll be it'll be different in 10 years from now yeah. it'll be different again in 30 years from that like it's always changing it's always changing on what the trends are and, and what the culture says is beautiful and and 
all of that. I think it's no matter what somebody looks like, someone else is into it. Somebody finds that attractive, you know, and maybe you're just not your own type, (laughs) but, but you're somebody's type, you know, and not that that necessarily should be the main factor in, in body image. But I mean, if you go on the internet and you type in whatever feature it is that you've got, there's thousands of websites want interested in that, you know, who find that attractive, who find that sexual. And there's a reason for that. Totally. Totally. You know, (laughs) I think we forget that, like whatever, whatever you got going on, somebody's into it. Yes. And right? that goes for everything in life. Like there's always looking for, for what you have to offer. There is always somebody looking for that. So yeah, yeah. So let's look for that in ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. That's the first thing. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, there have been three moments that have been um uh, uh turning point when it comes to my self-acceptance. One was starting to take um, flirtatious and even sexy uh, selfies for myself just looking at me and I was like wow look I, I am so sexy I'm so cute and I started actually feeling enamored feeling feeling seduced by my own image another one was um, a retreat in the jungle with 40 women all of us naked and looking at all of us with different bodies all of a sudden I was not ashamed of my body at all because there were women with so many different functional beautiful bodies uh, with so many different qualities uh, moving and dancing and ecstatic and and that was one of the biggest lessons that I had in life like wow look how beautiful each of us is and none of us was comparing ourselves none of us was like oh my god look at her boobs we were all just enjoying the freedom of our of our bodies and the third was my my photo shoot with you and I think the three the three moments were different in in different layers one was yes I can look at myself with love I can exist in my body with freedom and yes somebody else can reflect my beauty and absolutely I I think these three stages have been each of them really empowering but that one being seen as beautiful by other people and being reflected of my own beauty is deeply, deeply healing because it allows us to feel that we fit, that, that it's not just in our head, that we are fitting in our little world with our people. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's okay. And I think it's, um, it, you know, this, this, photographic journey this body image journey for me has been really interesting in in the discovery that the the more accepting I become about my own body the less about my body it becomes yes thank you for saying that yes 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 yeah because it's ultimately very little to do with the body and very much to do with the mind and our perception of the body yeah um 
that you were saying earlier about having, you know, if we have photos taken and, you know, five, 10 years from now, you look at those photos and think, what was I, what was I obsessing about? Why did I feel bad about that? Look at me. I'm beautiful. Like I'm sexy. Look at this photo. I look good. Um, but at the time you weren't thinking those things, you, you know what I mean? So, and, and that doesn't have anything to do with how you looked or your size or your age or anything. It was this, how am I seeing the body? How am I taking this, this feedback from other people, from the culture, from the media um, and, and turning it into this body image that I have for good or bad, you know, or I shouldn't say good or bad because body doesn't have a moral value but um uh how you're feeling about it might feel good or bad totally totally i love that you mentioned that and i think that that is one point that i would really like to uh to close the conversation with which is it's not really about the body it's about mm -hmm. the time and the energy we're wasting that we don't really look at it, we don't really enjoy the sensuality of our existence, we don't really enjoy the present moment because we are too busy feeling about all the reasons why we don't fit, and feeling the rejection of others or feeling the, the fear of rejection, of feeling th these different layers of distractions from the present moment and how life is felt through the senses and that includes our own skin and how feeling good in that skin allows us to take life in more fully and, and with more with more intention yeah yeah absolutely i want that for everyone <laughs> yes yes me too me too and yeah. that is I, I, and that is a reminder like i, I always say self-love is is hard work you have to keep reminding yourself to love yourself no matter what because there are messages from the outside that tell you otherwise and sometimes it's easy to fall for it well i think that's i think you, you touched on something really important there is that you know it, it's love it's hard work and it, it's a relationship yeah. we spend you know like we have compassion and care and love we spend time and energy on cultivating and maintaining relationships with other people Mm -hmm. that that we forget that we can do that with our ourselves yeah. and to cultivate a relationship with our own body a relationship with ourselves is about loving compassion acceptance we lose that i think I love that. Thank you for that for that metaphor because I think that is so important. How it is a relationship, and just like with any relationship, we need to nourish it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We're so uh, words have power, and we the words that we say to ourselves, oftentimes we would never say to another person. Yeah you know, because they're bullying, because they're cruel, because they're unkind. So this should be no different to ourselves. Yeah, totally. Because that's, that's relationship also. Yeah. yeah. And that when you have a relationship with somebody, that person doesn't need to be 100% one thing or 100% or mm -hmm. successful or 100% fit 
to, for you to adore that person because yeah. that, that's not how it works. You love that person and you love it all the way through the different stages that you go through together. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So let's build that relationship to self as well to our own bodies yeah. and, and allow for all these different sides of yourself. We're not just one thing. Yeah, exactly. I love yeah. that. Thank you so much. So um, you are offering right now some beautiful um, Patreon uh, entrances for people to support you, see your work, to get to take pictures with you. Would you, would you tell us a little bit about the amazing ways in which people can get connected yeah. to, to you? And your work. Sure. Yeah. There's um, so there's uh, a couple ways to connect. Um, one, I run a Patreon. It's a, an online subscription service for creatives, and um, it's where I do the bulk of my creative work. So try new things, uh, sometimes crazy things, and uh, just have fun with it. So if you'd like to see that, it's uh, uh, patreon.com forward slash Bold Bodies Collective. And the second way is through the uh, Bold Bodies Benefits Club, which opens April 1st. A um, couple options, either in person or virtually. And uh, that means webcam sessions, which we've done together. Mm -hmm. um, and that is a membership fee for all sorts of perks and benefits and to have a photo shoot once a month uh, virtually, which is amazing. And the third way is um, just to book your own session. So you can find the website boldbodiescollective.com and connect with webcam experience uh, or the in-person experiences as well. That is so amazing. And uh, that, that really breaks through the limitation of the pandemic and not being able to go somewhere to take a picture. And uh, sometimes it's just about the adventure of having some extra time in your own house and learning to see the beauty in your house, in your own space. Like you don't even need to have anything particular, any specific no. makeup or dresses or lighting that that's the way that you can make that work yeah you need you need an internet connection and uh either a smartphone or a laptop that's yes. it yes yes i can testify for the magic of these sessions thank you thank you thank you so much thank you it's been a pleasure to have you here and well uh thank you everybody for joining us in this conversation see you soon